to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. This is your forum for exploring and discussing challenges that are faced by public and nonprofit leaders. And now, Leadership Matters. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. I'm Cheryl White, and I'm delighted that today we're going to be discussing Leadership Matters and Wellness. With me to help us have this conversation, we have Niyama Black, Wellness Director with Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California. Welcome, Niyama. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. White. (laughs) It is indeed my pleasure. And we also have Mike. um, Okay, Mike. Catherine. Okay, Mike Catherine with us today. Mike is a health and wellness specialist and the owner and founder of Mike's Fitness uh, Family. So, Mike, thank you also for joining us. Absolutely. It's good to be back. It's been a while. I, it has been. So great to have you on. And I have to remember that, you know, I always say your first name is not being your last name, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Cotton, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So we're going to just start with maybe having each of you share a little bit about yourself and your nexus with and engagement in this uh, field of wellness. Well, I will go ahead and get started. So um, I have a a background in human resources and um, I've been with NHA actually in a couple of days. It'll be my 15th year anniversary. Wow. Um, Congrats. Congrats. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, So from a personal level, I have always been health conscious and um, always made it a point to take care of my health. And from a professional standpoint, as an HR professional, I really became aware of the impact of employee wellness on things such as workers' comp claims, um, leaves of absence, employee relations, morale, um, things like that related to um things that affect employers in general. And so um, I'm also a founding member of our wellness committee, which we started in 2012. So we're celebrating 10 years of having a wellness program within Mm -hmm. NHA. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, you wear your wellness well, you're radiant, (laughs) and it just shows that you take really good care of yourself. So what a nice fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mike, how about yourself? Yes, Michael Catherine here, uh, a.k.a. Big Mike to some, which I've never labeled myself as, but I wear wear the label endearingly, you know, from the music. Uh, I've been in the, like in the wholeness and fitness industry for the better part of 20 years. Started out running gyms and things of that nature, but noticed the business aspect of that wasn't near to my heart. It was really just like a turnstile for bringing people in and, and making money. And I think service was like third on the list of actually changing lives. So coming from St. Louis, Missouri, with limited means, I always had a passion to help people who are underserved but well deserved in the community. So the better part of the last decade been serving school districts, school teachers and staff, along with beautiful nonprofit organizations, neighborhood house associations <laughs> in the form of holistic health, you know, mm-hmm. so the physical, mental and the spiritual, which is mm-hmm. much needed like no other time in our human mm-hmm. history. Yeah, wonderful. You're a great model of fitness as well. So just delighted to have both of you here today. 
And we are delighted to have both of you serving at the Neighborhood House Association. You're both making such an impactful difference. So when we talk about wellness within the context of the workplace, what's it all about? Uh, Mike, I'm going to just toss it back to you and just so that our listening audience can understand, you know, what's this concept of wellness in the workplace? What's your thought on that? Absolutely. You know, from my experience working with various school districts and, of course, the neighborhood house, you know, people don't realize how every aspect when they show up to work from the time they get up in the morning impacts their overall well-being. A lot of times when people think about wellness, their first thought is their physical. And a lot of times they leave out their mental. And, you know, for those that it means it resonates with their spiritual as well. Mm-hmm. And so to be mindful of those aspects and how that affects how you navigate through your day, the energy with that you present, not just for yourself, but your coworkers, the people that you serve on a day-to-day basis, all those things are impacted by your wellness. So just to start mm-hmm. being mindful of what that means is huge to start taking steps in the right direction to become the best version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Niyama, any thoughts from you with regards to wellness in the context of the workplace that you might add? Um, I want to just co-sign everything that Mike just said <laughs> is that all of that matters. You know, when you have a person show up, they are bringing their whole self um, to the workplace. And so we we have to be mindful of the context that a person is coming in. And, you know, in the wellness sphere, there are what what are called eight dimensions of wellness. And so if we think about a person as having an emotional or, you know, the mental health side, um, people have financial concerns, right? They're coming to work to earn. Um, They have a social need, um, a spiritual need, as Mike referenced, you know, um, the need to have uh, purpose as they do the work that they do. Um, And of course, that leads leads to employees being more engaged, Um, you know, there's the physical aspect, because if you don't feel well, you don't feel well, right? (laughs) Um, The intellectual side, we need to be challenged. Um, And then the environmental side, and, you know, folks can Google the eight dimensions of wellness if they want to know more about that. But one of the things that I feel very fortunate about is that we at NHA have been very intentional about creating a culture of wellness and it's even part of our mission statement. So um, it is it is so, so needed at this particular time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to ask you to say more with regards to um, why leaders should really be concerned with sponsoring programs that focus on wellness within the organizations. And Emma, we can just continue with you and then Mike, I'll ask you to jump in. Jump in. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think the elephant in the room, of course, is that the pandemic has um, brought about a mental health crisis. And um, so a lot of people are still experiencing um, challenges with this time. And, you know, there's new paradigms. There is um, still a lot of financial strain that people are experiencing Um, Of course, you've probably heard the phrase, the big resignation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so one of the things that that brought about was people having this collective pause and really kind of thinking about what type of work do I want to do? Is this kind of work really um, beneficial to me? What kind of conditions do I want to work under? And so um, when employers and when leaders can, again, acknowledge the whole person and 
um, have compassion and empathy because people have lost family members. Um, you know, people have fears around returning to the workplace, depending on what kind of setting um, the work is, whether or not there's flexibility, if they have childcare concerns, all of those things um, converge. And so it is important to keep all of that in mind and to support employees. Um, and then there's burnout. And so all of these different things. And so um, having programs that focus on that and provide resources for employees to feel supported so that they want to continue coming to work um, is so important. Mm-hmm. Great. Thank you, Mike. Anything you'd add? Absolutely. Well, once again, a hundred percent, everything that's said and experienced, I can, hundred percent co-sign on, you know, personally from, you know, serving, you know, school district and different organizations. In addition to that, you know, I just think there's always been two approaches, you know, either if you, you know, a leader looking at their bottom line, ultimately, or if they really have a heart for taking care of their people, you know, and realizing the importance of that. And either way, the outcome is still the same. It's the absolute necessity, you know. So from dealing with uh, different school districts and organizations, I've definitely noticed with different leadership, you know, obviously when the leader really cares about its staff and its team, how much of a difference, you know, the quality of life for everybody is and ultimately the outcome and productivity that ultimately affects the bottom line, you know, uh, of, of the services provided. So it's become where it was just like an idea of something nice to do has become an absolute necessity, you know, and we would hope that the leaders would approach it from a, a heart space and really want to do right by mm-hmm. their, their, the people that work directly for them, under them, all the way down to the lowest common denominator. But if not that, at least understanding that if you don't do that, you know, your business, whatever it is, is not going to survive if you don't take care of everybody in a real way. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. And Yama, I know that I've heard you share um, some of what Mike was um, talking about relative to the wellness program that you run. And, and Mike, thank you so much for just pointing all of the um the health and wellness and wellness and how important that is just for a person's personal life and, and caring about employees and also the business sense uh, that it makes with regards to the bottom line. Nim, I know I've heard you talk about some of the outcomes and some of the benefits that Neighborhood House has really experienced from our wellness program. Can I get you to share some of those? Sure. Absolutely. Um, well, of course, engagement, um, employees feeling cared for. Um, You know, we do employee surveys um, every year and we check in with our employees to see if they're feeling supported. And um, that is one of the comments that we've heard from employees is that they really do appreciate having a program like this. Um, And of course, the other catchphrase that's been going around lately is quiet quitting. And so um, like Uh, Mike talked about, you know, the productivity level where you may still have people who are in positions, they haven't resigned, but they are disconnected. Um, They're showing up, but they're not necessarily um, doing the service or um, doing the work that they are there for. And so um, it behooves leaders to have the self-awareness and employers to um, think about the people and not just the bottom line. 
Mm-hmm. And then what about some of those other elements on the other side of the commercial? Because it looks like we need to take a commercial break. Yeah, I'm going to ask you to share, like, what's the impact relates to workers' comp and some of the other savings? Um, maybe not necessarily dollars and cents, but whatever you think um, you could share. I think that that drives home the, um, you know, just some of the benefits of why an employer, why a leader might um, invest in the program. And then when we come back, in addition to that, I'll ask us to just talk a little bit more about some of the specific examples um, that might be part of a quality wellness program. So please stay with us and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone at Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. It's time to take charge of your own career path. But how do you get started? First, tune in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. Each show will feature national business leaders, tips and insights from Marie and her guests, career management tools, and a weekly career smart tip. She'll help you move forward, earn that promotion, and get hired into the career you want and brand yourself. The Career Confidant is broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters today, talking about Leadership Matters and wellness. Delighted to have with me today, Niama Black, Wellness Director with the Neighborhood House Association, and Mike Cothran, Health yeah. and Wellness Specialist, <laughs> and owner and founder of Mike's Fitness Family. So again, thank you both for joining us. Niama, before we went to break, I was just wondering if you could share with us a little bit more of the concrete outcomes 
that have come from the fabulous wellness program that you lead? Uh, Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So um, one of the things that we have been very proud about is how we have increased engagement. And of course, um, a lot of our events were in person prior to the pandemic, and we shifted and pivoted like everyone else to a virtual format. And um, as we've done that, um, as of February of this year, the approximate number of employees who've participated in wellness initiatives over the past year um, is around 450 touch points. Um, We have around 836 FTEs, so that's a pretty good amount. Um, Now that does include people participating in multiple events um, between July 1st, 2021 and June 30, 2022, we hosted and or participated in 14 wellness events. And we also participated in two in-person events. And um, one of the things I want to touch upon that you mentioned earlier um, about like sort of a real world impact of um, having a wellness program we partner with our health plans and we get aggregate data on what kinds of health concerns our employees are dealing with. And then we target um, specific campaigns around that. And so, um, you know, of course, the pandemic really um, shone a light on the fact that people having comorbidities and pre-existing conditions had a harder time dealing with um with the illness, with the virus, um, but an il- illness in general, and um, and account for um, most of the hot of the healthcare costs, right? So um, we've been able to um, impact not only our workers' comp claims, but also our leaves of absence, um, our return to work program, all of those things that impact employees actually being able to work and actually being healthier at work. And so, um, we really do have real world, um, consequences that we can see as a result of having a wellness program in place. Mm -hmm. And you and Mike both spoke of, um, financial benefits that kind of come from that return. And you mentioned workers' comp and maybe premiums. Any differences in in any of those? Absolutely, yes. Our premiums have definitely gone down Mm -hmm. and um, the amount of time that it takes for employees to recover as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much for elaborating on that. And um, we're just starting kind of like to share about some of the programs. And I'll ask you to maybe share about more if there's others. But I'll go back and uh, bring Mike back into the conversation. And Mike, ask you to share some of the examples of the types of programs you've led or offered um, in organizations. Absolutely. My pleasure. So for the better part of 10 years, I've been working with various school districts throughout the San Diego area, along with, you know, nonprofit organization, NHA. And it's a holistic program. Uh, based on movement, you know, mental and spiritual, and just like approach to the whole person. So to be specific, uh, classes, interval training classes, yoga classes, uh, mindfulness training, the opportunity for people to turn in food diaries, to work directly with the coach, you know, not just in the physical aspect, but the overall well-being, and to, you know, set short and long-term goals for their life, but not just ones that are physical, about their overall happiness quotient, you know, things that get left out that they forget about. Like we want you to actually be happy and thriving 
where vanity is, is number three on the list. <laughs> and that's the default of the energy you put into knowing that your life is valuable. So we've had tremendous success over the last 10 years and more than 500 outcomes and testimonials of people's lives been impacted, you know, which ultimately affects thousands of students, you know, and, and families and communities around the San Diego area. Really been beautiful to watch the ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's been fabulous just to be a witness, a participant of um, your programs. But also what you didn't mention, which is, I think, one of my uh, favorites is when you come to our all staff meetings <laughs> and, uh, you know, your uh, motivational talks, inspirational talks, I should say, are very motivational. And uh, not only in, in having people engage in the various wellness programs that you lead, but also just and giving them that extra and um, energy and excitement for um, moving through life. So I, I appreciate so it. Yeah, I appreciate the inspirational talks that you bring as well. Uh, just to be real, like that's always just from the heart. There's no no preconceived nature. It's like mm-hmm. whatever's needed. Mm-hmm at the time and whatever comes through for me from a place of just love and service mm-hmm. to really want to see people live the life that they're meant to mm-hmm. live while we're on this planet. So mm-hmm. thank you for acknowledging that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Niamh, how about yourself? Anything you want to highlight with regards to uh, types of wellness activities that your department sponsors? Absolutely. And first, I want to just acknowledge and um, give kudos to Mike, Coach Mike, um, (laughs) (laughs) because um, I was one of the participants in his uh, classes pre-COVID when we had our in-person classes three times a week. And so that was one of the, the, the most wonderful things about our wellness program is that you would be able to work out with everyone from the CEO on down, uh, senior staff members, um, you know, people from all different levels within the organization working out together um, at work. And so that was a beautiful thing. So that's been um, one of the things that we've done is that um, we basically focus on four core areas with our program. So um, activities that, Um, keep our employees active, physically active, and also provide education. So like what uh, Coach Mike offers with his team, Um, we also provide nutritional education, such as our virtual healthy cooking demos. We also have a fruit and veggie program um, so that employees can get access to fresh produce. So we're not just saying eat healthy, we're actually providing produce for them to actually make healthy meals at home. And it is about that ripple effect um, that Mike mentioned. Um, We also have financial wellness education um, where we partner with some of our um, board members and and, um, community um, banks to provide or subject matter experts to provide financial education on a variety of topics. And then we also have different workshops that support our employees' mental health and emotional well-being. And so um, we are tapping into all of those various dimensions of the individual um, as we 
whenever we're planning our events. And um, we love when we are able to to have in-person events where families can come, um, where we can involve the community and um, again, just spread that message of wellness and that culture mm-hmm. of wellness throughout the community. Mm-hmm. Yama, could you say a little bit more about the um, activities that have involved families? What would be some ideas that you might um, just share? Sure. So, um, for example, one of the events that we have coming up, we're really excited about next month is our Fall Into Fitness. It's an annual 5K event that we have, and um, we have all kinds of activities for employees to bring their families. Um, We also, um, within NHA, with our Head Start program in particular, have um, hosted like Let's Move Olympics. So we're always doing things that, um, that recognize not just our team, but also the community and how we can um, model healthy behavior within the community. Um, We're also participating in the San Diego Hip Hop 5K and Health and Wellness Festival, which is taking place this weekend. As a matter of fact, um, Mike and I will be on a health and wellness panel there. (laughs) And um, so we're always um, making it available or encouraging our employees to participate in community events and um, letting families know and and encouraging employees to bring their families as well. Wonderful. Um, Bring you back in, Mike, and ask you to actually start us off in Uh, Maybe thinking about um, what have you noticed uh, with regards to what disparities um, have you noticed within organizations, kind of like related to cultural and our socioeconomic factors, and how have these impacted program offerings as well as outcomes? Any thoughts there? Yeah, that's a wonderful question and and something that a lot of time it gets broad brushed over as if we're all the same, if we all came to the same place, as if we all have the same anxieties, worries, and things that we're dealing with, which is not the truth, you know. So the benefit uh, with me working with school districts and, you know, organizations like the Neighborhood Office Association, I get to see firsthand, like, people crossing the border every day, preschool mm-hmm. teachers, that, you know, everything that it takes for them just to show up to work in the ways they need to be served all the way up through, you know, parent educators to, you know, the uh, internal staff to the, uh, all the way up to the CEO and how different it is and the different challenges everybody faces, you know, on a mm-hmm. socioeconomic level, but also mm-hmm. culturally, the mm-hmm. things that, you know, so you have to really learn to meet people where they're at and have a true understanding of their challenges in order to be able to serve them properly. And, and, because you can't, number one, you can't fake caring about people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I, I'm grateful for the life experience I've had and being born without me. So I knew firsthand what it felt like on certain mm-hmm. ways. Mm-hmm. But also beyond it, if you don't have that, you have to just truly have a heart and want to understand mm-hmm. so you can meet people where they're at mm-hmm. to serve them on a level that actually helps them to thrive in life rather than mm-hmm. just survive. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mike. We've got to do another break, but when we come back, Niyama, I'll ask you if there's anything you'd like to add as it relates to, you know, just um, disparities that you might, uh, organizations might have to take into consideration, some maybe cultural um, relevant um, impacts, and also what leaders can be um, just aware of doing what they might, 
you know, what are some suggestions with regards to how they can create what you talked about earlier, and that is a culture of wellness. So stay with us. We'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Leadership Matters is brought to you by Innovisions. Need to improve leadership, staff, or organization performance? Contact Innovisions today for quality, effective, and affordable leadership, staff, and organization development training, coaching, and consulting services. Call 619-453-8093. That's 619-453-8093. Or send an email to Dr. White. Her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Innovisions is a social enterprise of the Neighborhood House Association of San Diego, California. Funds raised go to support the Neighborhood House Association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service. Trends in global business are changing all the time. It used to only be worrying about your competitor across the street, but now that competitor may be across the world. On Global Business with Mahesh Joshi, we discuss the trends in global business, plus issues and solutions that business leaders face today. Each show is guaranteed to teach you something that you didn't know before about global business. Listen live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on The Voice America Business Channel. The pace of change in the world is increasing exponentially and shows no signs of slowing down. Leadership is evolving and requires more and more innovative leaders to keep up. Innovating Leadership, co-creating our future with Maureen Metcalf, features interviews with global business leaders, thought leaders, and academics in a wide range of industries. Proven concepts and tools may be applied to build your organization and deliver sustainable success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. For those who might be just joining us, I'm Cheryl White. And today we are talking about Leadership Matters in Wellness with Niamh Black, Wellness Director with the Neighborhood House Association in San Diego, California, and Mike Catherine, health and wellness specialist, owner, founder of Mike's Fitness Family. Mike, am I doing justice to your last name? Yeah, you're doing well. I'll be honest with you. All the years growing up playing sports, I'm used to my name being butchered. You know, I've gotten all versions of Carthine, Catherine, Cochrane. No, you got it. Catherine, you got it. Catherine, okay, awesome. (laughs) Wonderful. So, Niamh, before we went to break, we were talking about what disparities um, you or Mike may have noticed within organizations related to cultural or socioeconomic factors and how these may impact program offerings or outcomes? Any thoughts that you want to add? Um, yes, I I think it's important to know your people. 
like um like Mike was saying, you know, um, and it really does matter knowing the demographics within your organization so that you can and the cultures that are within your organization so that you um, and your program can serve the people. Um, there is no one size fits all wellness program. And so um, I think it's really important for organizations to be mindful of that. And, um, you know, when you have nonprofits and you have people with hearts to serve, um, you know, sometimes it's important to know that those care caregivers oftentimes need support and need care. And so making sure that you have some type of offerings around mental health and emotional well-being is so important, um, especially adding in those other socioeconomic factors, which might um, form a context behind the scenes of what a person is coming to work with. So if a person um, like Mike mentioned is, you know, going through all of these things like um, traveling miles and miles or going across a border to get to work, um, that comes with its own set of issues. And so um, just having employers be mindful of that. Um, I think it's also important to for companies to think about um, if they don't have large budgets, for example, nonprofit organizations, how can they still do things and invest in their people? Mm -hmm. um, and so those are some of the kind of conversations I think are important to have. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Niamh. Uh, really um, good things to think about. Um, Mike, how does leadership impact employees getting involved and establishment of what Yama touched on, I think, a little earlier, and that is a workplace culture that supports wellness. Absolutely. I've, I've seen it firsthand from working with uh, school districts and nonprofit organizations where the leader, when they're bought into really what it is, how much of a difference, the impact it actually makes on the organization. I've been fortunate to have superintendents actually participate in the program and therefore them showing up how much it, it, it was a catalyst for their in-office staff to show up, the mm -hmm. teachers and things of that nature, because they were walking what they were talking. I have to give props to Rudy Johnson, mm -hmm. you know, after, you know, he saw what the program was. And we had, when we, I first met him seven years ago, you know, he vetted me because he's about things being excellent, mm -hmm. you know. And so he showed up, you know, uh, him and Michael Kemp, employer and employer, like to make sure it was worthwhile. And then he started participating himself to actually be able to speak firsthand of the impact of the work we were doing and actually be able to testify to that. And I know for sure that made a huge impact on the whole organization buying into what we were doing. It's one thing to speak it. There's another thing to actually live it and be about that life, you know, so it's 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 really so important beyond words that I can say and crucial. Uh, for the leadership to really buy in into that and be living that life. You know, that's, that's, you want to stay in integrity with the things that you say. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. All great um, points and definitely um, have the uh, pleasure of witnessing our leadership uh, really be engaged, starting all the way at the top with Rudy. And I think that is definitely uh, a good thing when people could see, you know, Mr. Johnson out there. Um, not only talking about the wellness program, but engaged in it made a big difference. Niyama, anything you might add? 
Absolutely. Well, um, to echo what Mike said, you know, the reason why we have a wellness program at all is because Rudy um, approached our former HR director and said, what do we need to do to make this happen? And so it started from the top. We've always had his support and um, and he does not just talk about it. He actually does participate um, when we have events. He shows up. Um, and so that modeling, the walking, the talk um, and then at all levels, really, um, so many people can be leaders within an organization with or without a title. Um, and so one of the things that we incorporate is having wellness ambassadors within our organization, um, people to communicate within their departments when we have events happening, um, encouraging participation. And so definitely support from the top is key. And one of the things I want to touch back to a question you asked earlier about um, how we've involved the community, um, because one thing that Mike didn't mention is that we have also had Head Start parents who have been participants in our um, exercise classes as well. So um, we not only opened up those classes to um, our employees, um, but we've also opened it up to parents and um, Head Start families and even with um, on-demand classes. And so, again, we have um, really made it a point for our workplace culture, but then also mm -hmm. the culture within our community to reflect wellness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and it's funny, I'll go way back um, when we had our initial Lift, Learn, Serve surveys. One of the things that came up um, was really having a wellness program. And I don't know that it was termed wellness program as much as program that would really help employees um, as it relates to their physical um and uh, mental health and and so on and so forth and as we ticked down the things that were on that list um i saw our leadership team um again um rudy and others just really take to heart um moving that data forward and i know um niama you mentioned doing a survey previously but um hearing from employees and responding to what they've identified as needs, I think, are um, really good hallmarks of leadership. So I just wanted to underscore that for our listeners with regards to really thinking about um, how do we hear from and how do we then respond to and move to action the things that are put on that radar screen from even what might be um, employee climate surveys or engagement activities. So. Uh, thank you for that. Any other thoughts um, that you might share with our listening audience? And Emma, let's start with you. Any final thoughts you might um, share? Or maybe I will say other thoughts at this point. Mm -hmm. um, sure. So I, as I said before, I think it's really important to um, customize your wellness program to your culture. Um, there is no one size fits all. Um, and one of the things that we did when we decided to create a wellness program was we were intentional even about the pace of how quickly to implement the program. Because it's just like if you've ever tried to start a new habit for yourself personally, you know that change takes time. And so as you are thinking about um, adding to or building upon a wellness program within your organization, 
um, be patient and recognize that, you know, it's, it may take a little bit of time for people to catch on and for them to get engaged with it. Um, but being consistent and um, and reminding people um, eventually it will catch on. And um, again, having your wellness champions within your organization. Um, I also can't emphasize enough the importance of um, partnering with your health plans, um, especially if you have a nonprofit organization that may not have a large budget to spend. Um, we are a nonprofit. And so that is one of the things that we deal with. But our partners have been invaluable in providing resources because your health plans um, already have lots of wellness resources that employees might not even be aware of within their benefits that they can take advantage of. So um, and then track, um, track and see what works and um, continue to have conversations with your people. Mm-hmm, great. Yeah, can I have you just share a little bit more? You talked about getting traction and some consistency. What are some things that you think you've done consistently that has really helped with engaging employees and letting them know about the uh, wellness program? Um, Sure. So we have a monthly wellness calendar um, that we send out at the beginning of the month to let employees know about events that are going on. Um, Every Wednesday, I send out a Wellness Wednesday reminders email, email blast that has announcements about upcoming events, um, shares community resources, um, interesting articles about nutrition and um, factoids and things like that. Um, and of course, we um, talk about it at our all staff meetings whenever um, we have big events coming up. Um, I do presentations within departments um, with within NHA. We meet regularly with our wellness committee to make sure that we stay plugged in and so that those wellness champions can continue to bring the messages of wellness back to uh, their departments. Wonderful. Thank you, Niamh. And Mike, I'd love to hear more from you, but we're going to take another break. But on the other side of the commercial, we'd love to just hear um, just some final thoughts from yourself with regards to what our leaders can do to really lead this effort of wellness within our organization. So again, please just stay with us and we'll be right back with more on Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network leadership matters is brought to you by innovisions need to improve leadership staff or organization performance contact innovisions today for quality effective and affordable leadership staff and organization development training coaching and consulting services call 619-453-8093 that's 619-453-8093 or send an email to dr white her email address is swite at neighborhoodhouse.org innovisions is a social enterprise of the neighborhood house association of san diego california funds raised go to support the neighborhood house association's mission to enrich lives through a continuum of education and wellness service Small businesses are in trouble, and it didn't just start with COVID-19. From the recession several years ago to the revolution of e-commerce giants more recently, small businesses are getting hit hard and need to come back. Tune in to Business Buzz and Business Watch. It's two shows in one, hosted by Frank Hellring. We'll help your small business bounce back 
with best practices, guest experts, and resources that you can use to strengthen your small business. Listen Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Dr. Cheryl White at swhite at neighborhoodhouse.org. Now, back to Leadership Matters. And we are back with more on Leadership Matters. Cheryl White here having a fabulous conversation with Niamh Black, Wellness Director with Neighborhood House Association, and Mike Cothran, Health and Wholeness Specialist and Owner and Founder of Mike's Fitness Family on Leadership Matters and Wellness. So, Mike, um, any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listening audience? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to just tackle on to what Naomi was saying earlier about, you know, being proactive, you know, taking steps. You don't have to know everything to just get started. The main thing is not to hesitate, you know, do what you can do today and also, you know, realize you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, bringing in people who are specialists like myself to come up with ideas and, and ways to make things work and realizing that, Pivoting is so important. You know, if something mm-hmm. doesn't work, especially with this day and time, you have to be creative in the ways you, you serve, which is why it's so important to know who your people are, who you are serving, to be able to pivot to serve them in the best way and keeping that communication open. But the main thing is to get started right away. I know a lot of times people get so caught up in brainstorming and ideas that nothing happens. So like really asking, what can we do right now? And speaking to consistency, you know, we all know in any part of our lives, in order to get anywhere or accomplish anything of value, you have to be consistent and uh, patient with yourself in the process. And so having accountability, you know, with, amongst your staff, your family, you know, and, and be headed towards the same direction is powerful to see people exercises together, as Naomi mentioned earlier, from the CEO down to the preschool teacher, you know, it's powerful and how much we all are going through the same thing and how we can root for each other and be there for each other and in such powerful ways makes a huge difference in the impact on our mental health and our physical health as well. So I guess the main thing is to get started right away. Don't hesitate. Don't think about the things that you don't have. Think about what you do have to work with to really maximize your resources. And it's amazing how ideas and other resources show up when you utilize what you have available to you. Mm-hmm. So much um, very well said and uh, takes me back, um, Yama, to what you were saying and just um, encouraging. I love the mic, just the um, get started and try some things. And Yama, you're saying, you know, kind of going back to surveying and um, being in touch and tracking what's working, what's not working. If it's not working, nothing lost, simply pivot and uh, figure out what might be a better offering or way to engage. So um, that's all, uh, that all resonates really well. And 
Sounds like really good, sound, um, wise nuggets to share. Niyama, anything you'd add? Um, I, I co-sign everything Mike said and um, <laughs> just, you know, do what you can do. Focus on what you can do rather than on what you can't do, um, because you oftentimes find that what you can do is more than you even thought possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, wonderful. I really have enjoyed this conversation and been really thinking of we think about vitality and energy and um, that physical energy. I think coming from feeling value, I mean, sorry, coming from what exercise and sleep and relaxation and how important um, just being aware of that physical energy is. I know we've touched on just emotional energy, emotional energy coming from feeling valued and appreciated. So what can we do to really help people feel valued and appreciated in our workplaces and increase that vitality by increasing that emotional energy mental energy coming from really being able to focus and very often focusing can come from prioritizing sometimes as leaders because everything's important they're like okay I'm overwhelmed (laughs) help me out here and so sometimes really just helping uh, people to prioritize so then they have that focus and they can have that mental energy and then spiritual energy coming from that sense of greater purpose and for those who have a faith practice, connection to that higher power, higher being, all these things can add to the energy, which can then help us turn all that fabulous energy into greater productivity and greater impact uh, in our community. So love it, love it, love it. Yama, any anything else you would um, want to offer before we just kind of ask you if people want to connect with you, how they might do so? So any other thoughts? Um, yes, I. when we were off um, on the break, I did reference that last week on 1010 was World mm-hmm. Mental Health Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a great article um, that people can look up. It's on hrexecutive.com. And it's five things to know about mental health in the workplace. Really great article, great starting point um, to think about ways that you can support your teams. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And Niamh, if someone wanted to connect with you further, how might they go about doing that? Um, they can connect with me via LinkedIn or mm-hmm. um, they can email me at nblack at neighborhoodhouse.org. Okay. Indiana, can we spell your name for those who may be wondering how to spell it? <laughs> Absolutely. It's N as in November, E-E-M as in Michael A. Wonderful. Thank you again, Yama. It's been just wonderful hearing all that you're doing with the wellness program. And I am um, truly blessed to be able to just see it all in action and marvel at uh, your leadership in this area of wellness. So thank you so much. And likewise, Mike, I get a to uh, really observe the impact that you've had on our organization. For how many years have you been working with Neighborhood House now? Seven years. It's been seven years. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So any final thoughts and information as to how we might be able to connect with you if you wanted to connect with some of the things you shared or with you uh, in your program? How might our listening audience do that? Absolutely. Just go to mikesfitfamily.com. Uh, and also you can contact me directly at Mike at MikeSmithFamily.com for any information about what we do, how we do what we do. We ultimately are here to serve, and we really are all in this together. It's not just mm-hmm. words, and 
these challenges are brand new. So it's so important for us to be patient with ourselves and, and, and find more ways to give ourselves our flowers on a daily, mm-hmm. you know, so we have the energy to give others their flowers mm-hmm. you know, while we're here and, and understand it really is a one day at a time thing. And to just, I can't reiterate enough to utilize your resources, you know, reach out and ask for help. We all need it. You know, don't mm-hmm. hesitate. Don't hesitate to ask for help when you need it. We're all facing challenges that many of us have never faced before. So really recognizing that if this is the first time you're feeling a higher level of anxiety or stress or depression or, you know, experiencing certain loss, realizing that you're not alone mm-hmm. and that there is help out there. So mm-hmm. please reach out, you know, to myself and my team. And I just, you know, want to say it's really been a work of love, you know, to work with neighborhood house associations to know you both. And I really mm-hmm. want to quickly give you both your flowers for the powerful forces on this earth that that you are and how you really do things from your heart and how and the sincerity of service. Just two brilliant, you know, voices mm-hmm. and spirits on this earth. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. And I love that reminder um, to reach out and ask for help. And I think it can be very impactful for our leaders to remind um employees that we very often have a lot of benefits that go untapped and um, you know really utilizing the benefits that are available uh, and reaching out and um, asking for help as needed so thank you for that uh, reminder and we want to thank our listening audience uh, for tuning in you know join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or download the podcast at your convenience. Uh, But we appreciate uh, your support and ask you to continue to tune in to Leadership Matters, informing leaders, inspiring solutions. Thank you again for tuning in. Leadership Matters with Dr. Cheryl White and Dr. Andre Howard is broadcast live every Wednesday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a wonderful week and make your leadership matter.